It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, and the captivating memoir, Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. To quote today's special guest, Dr. Janelle Kim, every one of us has a destiny that calls us to achieving greatness. It is whether we connect to that destiny or let it pass by that determines if we will be great. For nearly a decade, Dr. Kim shared with those she treats how to incorporate the power of Eastern philosophy into Western lifestyles, enabling her clients to live more balanced, purposeful, and harmonious lives. She now passionately believes that by creating an awareness of the connectedness between the mind, body, spirit, and greater universe, then you will truly understand yourself and therefore you will understand your place in the universe and what you are called to do in your life, your destiny. As the American-born daughter of a Korean father and an American mother, Dr. Janelle Kim learned from an early age the power behind the centuries-old principles passed down from her ancestors. The same principles that have allowed her to live a life of meaning and purpose. She is the custodian of the herbal formulas, formulations passed down directly within her family line for many generations and the first woman to hold this responsibility. Dr. Janelle Kim holds a Master's of Science degree in traditional oriental medicine and is nationally board certified in herbology, um, oriental medicine, and acupuncture. She is the founder and lead formulator of JBK Wellness Labs, a leader in cosmetic, personal care, and nutraceutical product formulations and designs using traditional East Asian herbs and medicines. JBK Wellness Labs is the creator of the world's first CBD luxury skincare line. Dr. Kim is the author of the upcoming book, Myung Sung, the Korean Art of mindful connection and if you're listening live um, dr. Kim has not called in yet so there is some kind of glitch in the system that is making her not be available today <laughs> so I'm sorry I read you such a enticing promo and um, I wish we had our guest today because I really like to talk to her and find out um, all these things that she does but unfortunately, she's not with us today. So if there she is. Oh, there she is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Good morning. Is, is this Dr. Kim? Yes, it is. I don't know what happened, Randy. I've been on and I could hear you. So as soon as you said that, I thought, oh, no, I have to log off and try to log back on. So that was strange. Oh, but here that I was really <laughs> strange. You didn't come up in my queue. Okay, perfect. Wow, I'm so excited. Welcome. Well, thank you for the beautiful introduction. It's quite a mouthful, I know. <laughs> you, I'm glad you that you. I'm glad that you so. heard it. Yeah, I'm glad that you heard it. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yes. Um, so tell us, um, 
tell us about your background and how you got interested in doing what you do. Yes, I appreciate this question, Randy. So I suppose the best way to answer is I was basically put on this earth with his background. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I can't say that I necessarily knew that from the moment I entered and until I was in my young adulthood, but certainly these are, as I call them, the three M's, which I think really helps to kind of introduce the understanding and that because they all come from the same root. And those three M's are meditation, medicine, and movement. And it is all rooted in East Asian philosophy, if you will, philosophy and medicine. Although, as you beautifully put, and I think it's very important to share, I truly am an integration of both East and West. You know, my father was Korean. My mother is American. Um, If you see me, you can certainly see that visually, you know, and I find that to be very, very important because while I feel very rooted and have for pretty much my entire life, obviously, I was grown up and raised on these principles as my father was one of my greatest mentors. It wasn't until later that I realized and started to understand that the world really, it was my wish to share them with the world, if you will, Um, because I see how much they have helped my life and helped so many people that I have personally seen throughout my life. And so it started really with the medicine aspect, if you will, or the pillar. (laughs) Um, When I was about 19 years old, you know, I grew up pretty academic, went to good schools. I was in college, um, uh, you know, one of the the good colleges that you'd go to. And it occurred to me that, you know, I really need to share this medicine because I had seen a couple of personal experiences. I've had a couple of personal experiences where I saw the power of the medicine in circumstances that people didn't necessarily think that they could feel better, if you will, right? And so it kind of just, it was like a flip of a switch. It was not an easy decision. It's certainly one of the most pivotal moments of my life. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to do it. And so I ended up studying Eastern medicine. Um, I was on the path actually to study Western medicine. And I I thought to myself at that time, I'll go back one day. Well, I started down this path and and have not returned. But the beautiful thing, it kind of comes full circle because I'm able to be a a part in many different conferences, seminars, um, movements, if you will, around the world where Eastern and Western medicine were very, very balanced together. And I'm really happy to be at the forefront of that. So I have a lab where I manufacture herbal products based on formulas and this herbal understanding, this Eastern medicine, that's been passed passed down in my lineage for many centuries, from generation to generation. And I'm the very first woman, and I'm the first to hand them out into the world in such a huge way. And so I'm really grateful for this opportunity, and I take it very seriously. And then kind of fast forward about 20 years, <laughs> um, I started pretty young. Um, I, I, I should say I have a lab with my husband that we started eight years ago where we contract manufacture. But deep down, it was my wish to share some of the philosophy as well. And the beautiful thing is they're all, as I said, these three pillars are, kind of, are all rooted in the, from the same root. So I know sometimes it's easy for people to think, or at least I've heard, that they say, how can, how can you, you know, have this much as part of your daily life? How can you share this much? And when it comes from a root, it's a lot easier to understand, right, Randy? And so I'm so happy because now I'm able to share some of the philosophies that mean just the world to me, and I feel that the timing couldn't be better. And so I am. I'm coming out with my first book, Young Sung. Um, my publisher is Watkins, Penguin Random House, here in the United States, which is one of my greatest wish to be one of the five, you know, big publishers. And so... I'm kind of going down full force along this path of philosophy and, and meditation, if you will. Wow. <laughs> you have done so much. Um, 
But I understand that. <laughs> I understand how um, when something is rooted in your past, when you've learned this your whole life, how it can just be so easily integrated into uh, more education and other things and applications. So this is really amazing. Uh, what is your Thank book, you. Young Sung, the, the Korean Art of Mindful Connection? Um, what are you talking about? The three M's in that book. Um, you know, I don't go into it so much in the book because there's so much to share, as you'll see. But on my website, you'll find that a lot because I do think it's important, for example, our time here together to understand for those who have been with me, um, my community, if you will, my, my friends, my extended family who have watched me for many years. I've been so focused on medicine and manufacturing that um, I really wanted to be able to share how it all connects. But in Yang Sung Living Meditation, it certainly touches on all three pillars. I don't know. Actually, in the introduction, I'm literally finishing it right now, so it's funny we're saying this, Randy. My manuscript is due on Friday. So actually, you said that, and I just remembered <laughs> that I, do, I did add that about a week ago, very briefly in the introduction to, to kind of tie everything together. But certainly, it's, it's intertwined throughout the entire manuscript and the book. So, so the Korean art of mindful connection, um, can you give us a, an abbreviated version of kind of what that is all about? Absolutely, I would love to. And the beautiful thing is I actually spoke to my editor not long ago and changed the title to what I really resonated with. Um, they, they so uh, so wonderfully chose this title, which actually I would never have imagined using a Korean word, Sandy, you know, because um, my greatest wish is that these principles, these ways of life, if you will, you know, my my biggest goal is to make sure that they make sense to people, right? And so to me, using this Korean word, Myungsung, I, I thought to myself, oh, I hope that people understand what that is. And so they were gracious enough, and we had a beautiful conversation, and the book is now called Myungsung, The Korean Art of Living Meditation. Oh, and I think okay. that that's really important because that kind of enters into answering your question, that really what I love to discuss is living meditation. And so myungsung, Korean word that is translated as meditation. You know, in the Asian language, oftentimes, you know, many are familiar with the fact that because they're characters, the words can kind of adjust. So that is one translation of myungsung is meditation. And so to myself, what I really wish to share is living meditation. And in short, this means, you know, many of us like to or wish to, I should say, and certainly the world is, is becoming that much more aware of how important it is to take moments, whether it is through sitting meditation, breath work, stretching, yoga, martial arts, you know, you name it, a walk. You know, why, do we, why is it important for us to find these moments of calm, of meditation, if you will? Um, I ask you, I don't know if there are certain calming practices that you have in your life, Randy, you know, but, but why do you do those in your life? Well, I do meditation, and yeah, I do it yeah. because it is a calming force, and it is, if if you're having a day and, and you're stressed out or, or whatever, you know, any, any kind right. of um, element of work or, or pressure, and you meditate, you, it restores you back to a peaceful peaceful place. And what I think is really important for people to understand is that it's not just mind that you're healing at that time you're allowing your body to restore because when we're stressed our body is not in a healthy state and so when we meditate we bring it back to a healthy state we give it a chance to relax and to readjust and so i think that's really important for people to know 
I love that. You know, I, I really appreciate it. I had a gut feeling I should ask you exactly what I just asked you. And you said <laughs> just perfectly. And you actually used a word that I don't always um, include in this, you know, explanation, and that is restore. And that is so, so absolutely correct. Um, it is a time what I heard you say and what I completely agree and feel myself is that it's a time we find these moments to calm ourselves. I heard you say that a lot, and that's definitely a part that I use in my explanation very often, and restore, or as I often say, rebalance, right? And how much you just express in your, as you were just speaking, the mind-body connection, which I think a lot of people are in touch with right now, especially after the crazy year we've all had, right? And so it's understanding that if we find these moments, and I say that purposely, we find these moments where we can calm our minds, calm our body, restore, and ultimately, why do we wish to do that? So that we relieve stress. So from a physical standpoint, when we have stress in our bodies, things don't function properly. And so when I go and speak on beauty and skincare in that world, because I'm, you know, an expert, quote, unquote, I suppose. I have much to learn, but fine, I'll take it. Um, whether I'm speaking on beauty or wellness or here now in, in life and philosophy, if we do not function properly and things do not flow properly, that basically leads to sickness stress, all of the bad things. And if we do function and flow properly, that's what leads us to connect properly with the world around us, to balance with our situations, and we're able to have clarity, we're able to make proper decisions, have good perspective, and all of these things are habits that we can build to allow us to live our best life and happiest life possible. And so why I said before moments is because living meditation, and what I wish to share in the Young Sun, the Korean art of living meditation, the book, are principles that have been passed down for centuries. You know, one thing I say, Randy, is I'm ninth generation because I know that it's important sometimes for us to hang on to some kind of number, you know, to make it tangible for us. But quite frankly, how far back these principles go, I do not know. They are certainly rooted in Taoism for those who are interested. And so living meditation, what I like to explain, is that everything we just talked about, why do we have to wait for moments where we sit down to achieve that or have that? right? I'm a working mom. I have two young boys. I have, I'm very close to my family, my mother, you know, my husband, my brothers and sisters. I have amazing friends. I live in a beautiful community. In addition to that, I have the beautiful community here, even just speaking with you. And so my point is, there's so much going on. I own several businesses that I have to look over. There's so much going on every single day. You know, I find for a lot of people that it almost becomes stressful to incorporate meditation into their life. And now we've completely lost the point of meditation, <laughs> right, or, or moments of calm because they've become another thing that we have to do. And if we don't do it, we start to feel bad. That's not the case for everyone, but it's something that I've certainly watched in my life so far. And what I have learned from my mentor practices that have been passed down are ways that we can incorporate exactly what we're talking about in any given moment taking one second even to just check in. And what I like to say is change your perspective. If we change our perspective, we can change our life. And what it means is that we look inside of ourselves and always remember that we hold the key. We have the choice. And no matter what happens in our life at the end of the day, it is up to us to decide how we want to respond or react, right? So when we react, which is something that can certainly happen, particularly when we're stressed or not feeling good mentally or physically, it can cause disruption in our life. And then all of a sudden we kind of get in this, it's easy to get into this cycle that we feel sometimes can't get out of, right? And so that's what living meditation is. Ultimately it's broken down into eight chapters or what I like to call eight keys of living meditation. And each one focuses on a principle. You know, it wasn't so easy to try to fit 
and think about all the things that I've learned um, and have been passed down for how old am I, 38, I'm going to be 39 soon, so for almost 40 years and try to fit into one book, you know, where it's not overwhelming for people to read. Um, and so that's why I kind of formed the eight keys of living meditation, the eight keys of Myung Sung. And so that's, that's pretty much how the book is put together and what the purpose is, that no matter where we're at, whether it's in a business owner, whether it's working in a business, whether it is parenting in relationships and our relationship with those around us, um, circumstances that happen, happen in the world that we don't have control, quote unquote, over, these are ways that we can start to incorporate habits that really first turn inside because we have to be accountable. We have to be aware of ourselves and then how we can basically change our perspective, put ourselves in other people's shoes. You know, something as simple as that can change any moment. And then realizing that in that moment, complete control over how we want to have that situation unfold. It doesn't mean we can control the other person or the circumstance per se, but we can control how it's going to affect us. You know, when there's a super stressful day with work, let's say, that's an easy one, right? And you feel the stress coming on, and then you pick up your kids from school, and you see their little faces, and you've been waiting all day to see them, but the stress is there. You know, in that moment, this is clearly I'm speaking from a personal experience when this does happen. I often find myself, of course, practicing exactly what I'm speaking of. And one of the things that I do in that moment, for example, is I take a moment, I look at their faces, I plug into the universe, meaning I realize, you know, this is a moment in time, and I realize what I'm grateful for. That's my spark to kind of get me out of those moments at times. And in that moment, for example, I look at their little faces and they bring me so much gratitude and I know I don't have so much time all the time to spend with them. And I make a choice. You know what? This is happening right now in a portion of my life. And I'm going to think about it and we're going to get through it. But in this moment in time, I don't want to lose this moment I have with my children, for example. And so in that moment, I've made a choice and I can feel literally physically calming, mentally calming, knowing, taking a breath, you know, if we need to go for a walk, do a do movement for a couple minutes, whatever it takes to kind of reset ourselves, change perspective, and be in the moment so that we don't lose time. We really do have to be mindful of how we think, don't we? I mean, we... We, if if we're if we're not mindful of, of how we're thinking and what we're um, creating in our lives, then there's no way to really change our lives. I think that it's so important that we really monitor what, um, where we're at at any given moment. And, and I like that you say that too. Then monitor. I want to call yeah. that out. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's okay. That's okay. Because until people hear something like this. Um, basically what I say is we let our heads run our lives and Mm -hmm. our heads are programmed and uh, our thoughts are programmed and they're old programs. And some of them, many, many of them don't really relate to our life now. They've just been put in there by other people, by parents and uh, you know, whatever. Um, And we can't necessarily just listen to our thoughts. Because if we listen to our thoughts, they can steer us wrong. We have to t- step out of that, right? And be mindful Absolutely. of the moment and the world we're in and, and, yeah. and what we want to change and accomplish in that moment. So I really, really like what you're saying. It's, um, you know, at, right, at any given moment, we can stop and reset. Yes, and think a different way. And and you mentioned gratitude, which is so important. I think 
gratitude no, it's, is, to yeah, me, it's one of the most important. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I think that we should all have some kind of gratitude practice, even if it's just saying something in the morning and just recognizing that there's something to be grateful for in the morning. It does set the tone for the day. So uh, very, that's all, you know, really, really wonderful. Um, okay. Yeah, so um, your father, you learned a lot of this from your father, your Korean father. Was he a practitioner? Yeah. Yes, he was. So he was a practitioner of medicine, of movement, of all of the above, meditation. Um, he mm. actually, as people will learn in the book, and it's beautiful because a lot of people don't even know this about me because I have been so focused on the medicine aspect. Um, but he ultimately spent, which is not super uncommon in East Asia, this is a pretty well-known fact, and in, in the West it is certainly is not. But for a time in his life, he went to the mountains and studied with a master. So pretty much like a monk, if you will. I think that's the easiest way to understand this. So from the age of 7 to 14, he lived in the mountains of Korea and studied with his master or his teacher. You know, in East Asia, we call it master can be likened to a teacher, but it's kind of on another level. You know, it's like a, a really top professor, if you will. You know, and so that was who, who his mentor was. And so in the book, you'll actually see me kind of transition from my own voice to telling a story of my father and his master. And these notes I have been taking, Randy, with my father for, I don't know, 20 years probably, (laughs) 10 years in particular, but since I was very young, um, it's always been a part of my life. So it's a beautiful thing to put that into this book. And a portion also that not everybody knows is that about five years ago, I lost my father pretty suddenly. And so this has been something that I've wished to do for a very long time. And after he passed, I mean, I was compelled on another level that I can't even explain. It did take me a little bit of time. (laughs) For anyone who understands grief, we do some interesting things, especially when we have to keep the ball rolling in our daily life. Um, So at first I was gung-ho, but then I'm really happy that I took a couple of years to kind of sit down. So about for about two years now, I've really focused a lot on, on writing this book. Um, and of course, like I said, my greatest wish is to find a, an incredible publisher to kind of help me find my way and really bring it out in a huge way. And, and here I have Watkins and Penguin Random House. So I, I could not be more grateful for that. Oh, um, yes. And so that's congratulations. I, yes, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm an author. I, I understand what that, how monumental that is. So congratulations oh, on that. Thank you, Randy. Yeah, I really you are so. You. You're welcome. You are so fortunate to have grown up in such with such wisdom around you. Thank and you. The, same. The, the work that I do with narcissistic abuse, uh, most people that yeah. I work with have not grown up with that. They've grown up with really the exact opposite, lack of wisdom, lack of care, lack of love, um, and very mixed messages. So you are yeah. very, very gifted and you know you've been just so lucky to have been born uh as the daughter of this father tell us a little bit about your mom was she integrated in any of this or some or very different not everyone asked me this i'm so glad that you do randy no it was not an easy easy path for her you know all of us have walked through some some interesting challenges in our life, as everyone does. <laughs> this, this, I don't know if my mom would call it a challenge, but I'm certainly there. I'm certain there are challenging times. So no, she 
was not. She is from the Midwest. She, if you see her, you know, I, I, you can tell I'm Asian. I think my picture is up on the website. But my mom, people will laugh and say I'm a, uh, she, I, I am a dark-haired version of her. So she's blonde hair, brown eyes, you know, very westernized. She was in the beauty industry when she was young, in Chicago and New York. Um, so even, you know, to this day, I don't know if this is, you know, acceptable or not, but it's the truth. It's really not super common for someone such as my father to marry an American woman, you know, especially back then. Now you're seeing more and more. And of course, my husband is also mixed, you know, Canadian. There you go. Um, But when she first met my father, there was a lot of culture that I I actually love those stories. And then one day, hopefully she'll write or we'll write a book together to explain this path um, because she was really thrown into it. (laughs) You know, Um, I always say I am. On one hand, I, I didn't realize the Asian part of my life, but on another, I'm probably more Asian than most Asians, and that has to do with a lot of the tradition and the rituals, if you will. Um, I suppose you could fit that into the you know category of mindfulness, of, of how you take these traditions that have been passed on for so many centuries um, and how they're incorporated into your life and how important that's been to me. You know, I didn't necessarily know that when I was young in this manner, but the, every the older I get and, you know, age does not always mean anything. So I should say as time has passed, the more wisdom we gain with time and and wanting to absorb what is happening around us, I have come to find how important those moments, those rituals, those traditions are. And certainly it's something I'm passing on to my children. So it's not, you know, I'm I'm starting to understand. I've heard it my whole life. Yes, I don't think my life is, you know, the typical one per se. (laughs) But, um, I take it very seriously. I remember for as long as I can remember, people have always told me, oh, Janelle, you put the world on your shoulders. And I've learned to just kind of smile. But deep down, my answer, Randy, is yes, I really do. Because as you just mentioned, you know, like I said, I certainly walk through challenges in my life. That's for sure. Um, but, you know, having known some of these philosophies, if you were, these principles, I like to say that word better, and I know how much they've helped in my life. How can I not? How can the world not be in my shoulders? I mean, I'm the guardian of these formulas, of this philosophy right now from my lineage, so I have to get it out there. And when you speak of, of you know, individuals who I, I'm certain, and I know many myself who walk through, you know, childhood or portions of their life, a lot, most of their life for some people, and they really have had a lot of suffering, isolation, um, you know, the list can go on. That's where my heart really moves, and that's my ultimate wish. You know, I always say, maybe you don't remember my face one day. Maybe you don't remember my words. But what I really wish is that one day when I leave this earth, I leave something good behind um, that just does something good even for one person. And, and actually, mm-hmm. that's the key seven in my book. It's called One Match to Light a Thousand. And I hear you, Randy, and I, I know, I already see that you very much follow that principle which is the understanding that one small thing, one person can literally light a wildfire of positivity and goodness, you know, and if we can all be that yes. much more aware, then we'll have that much more balance in life. Of course, yes. like I said, everyone's rooted in the Tao and yin and yang, which means that there's always positive and negative. It's never going to end. It's our life. I don't know any other way. I don't know if there is such a thing, no matter what anybody says, <laughs> you know, just like there's day and night, feminine, positive, loud, soft, there's always positive and negative, but it's how we, how we balance with it. We can't avoid situations in our life, unfortunately. <laughs> Let's be honest. But when we're in them, how can we balance with that, even if it seems like it's lasting a lifetime? But then you look back and you realize, you know what? That was a long time that that lasted. Or maybe that was just a couple days or one hour where I felt that much stress. But it does move on. And how quickly we can balance with it and not let it, you know, affect us in negative ways is how we can 
continue to build ourselves and, and build habits where we can walk into any challenging situation and realize that we hold complete power. We really do. And it is it can be a little daunting sometimes. I want to acknowledge that. I'm sure you see that too, Randy, right? Like you, you hold the power where sometimes it's not easy for people to, to get there. And I totally understand that, you know. But it's how do we to ourselves, how do we practice certain habits, you know, one of my favorite things, if I may say, Randy, I wrote one of my first blogs years ago. I said, how do you clean up on the inside? Or have you cleaned up on the inside, I think was the title. And I wanted to find the perfect image. I think this might have even been before social media, but it was just for my simple blog post on my website. I think I kept it, actually, <laughs> because it reminds me. And I was looking for an image to really get the point across, and I saw, you know, a wheelbarrow full of garbage. And so what I like to sometimes, you know, have as a visualize is that if we – walk into a room filled with garbage. Things are all over the place. Clothes, it's dirty, it's dusty. Whether we choose to clean it or not, I think most people would agree, right, it's pretty disorganized, maybe dirty, if you will. But how often do we look inside ourselves to see that? You know, and again, this is kind of a huge concept. And all of these things are one step at a time. I think that's really important, you know. So ending that conversation, it's important to look inside too. I like that you said the word monitor. Uh, sometimes I say purify, you know, whatever that means. It's how we self-reflection and kind of cleaning up on the insides. And why is that important? Because when we are more clear and calm on the inside, we're that much more aware. We're able to see our situation more clearly. And again, whether you're a business owner, it helps you to find the successes and opportunities in life, you know. It also helps you to work with your team in a beautiful productive manner in parenting you can only imagine how that's important you know these kids I always say my IQ is constantly heightened by these children (laughs) you always have to stay on your toes in relationships whatever that might be and so that's how I feel about that clean up on the inside an important wow that was such incredible wisdom you shared with us it was so divine It it seemed like it was divinely brought to us I mean that was there was so much in that in what you just said um, Randy, I appreciate that. Yeah, I hope so. absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I do. I mean, I heard every word that you said, and I think that it's so inspirational that um, it's a great way to live. It really is. And, and you're right. Um, there will always be the opposites. There will always be light and dark and happiness and sadness, and there will always be those things. But what I've noticed, and if, I think if we all reflect on our past, we'll realize that life just keeps moving on and that things do shift and change in ways that we cannot expect it to. It just does. And that the way it is today is not going to be the way it is tomorrow and that other opportunities and other um, will reveal themselves as we move forward. And that's just what's so interesting about life is it doesn't stop. We never stop learning and living. Yeah. So your yeah, mom was in the beauty, yeah. Your mom was in the beauty industry. Did that uh, influence your desire to create these this wellness lab um, for cosmetic and personal care product formulation? Absolutely, it did. And again, the beautiful part is it did on such a deep level. Um, because it's not like she talked to me about this when I was young. I'd think, oh, I want to be in the beauty industry. And in fact, when it first kind of landed in my lap, I will say. <laughs> I, I wasn't super happy about it, to be honest, Randy. You know, I was studying my medicine, and I loved being in clinic. 
JDK Wellness Labs, which is my contract manufacturing lab with my husband. He handles the whole business end, so that's awesome. And I talk about that a bit in the book, but the book isn't really about that. <laughs> but um, so JDK Wellness Labs is named after not myself, which a lot of people like to think. That's not very me. It's named after my great-grandpa, Jin Bo Kim. And so he was an amazing practitioner of Eastern medicine. And so I actually thought of him a lot. And so in my young adult life, so when I was 19 years old, 1920, I started studying medicine. And that's what I wanted to do, Randy. Oh, my gosh. I loved being in clinic, having patients, being with those patients. So it was my wish and my dream to have clinics just like my great-grandpa, you know, and open them up around the world. And so it really... I should make this a little shorter because it's quite a long story. But there was, you know, growing up, there were people who, doctors in particular, who would come to our family, you know, let us know some of the patients, if you will, that maybe they kind of wanted some insight. And we may send some formulas here and there. So it was just like that, Randy. And it wasn't until when I was studying, there was one particular woman, an incredible dermatologist, who, who had known my family. We had sent her, I had sent her some formulations, some extracts that she used on her patients. And she basically called me and said, Janelle, you have to do something with this. And I've heard that quite a few times. And I thought, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> you know, the same thing. Okay, now here's the opportunity. How can I not share it in this way? And so really, I started creating formulas, you know, again, long story short, helping to build companies with their branding, marketing, on the manufacturing side. And so that's kind of how I dove in. And I said I shed some tears because I'd be, you know, when I, when I wish to be, in clinic, which I was for the whole day, let's say, you know, I'd wake up at five in the morning and try to do, this is pre-kids, right? Five in the morning, I'd wake up and do some kind of movement, go and study, be in clinic, study more, come home, and then I'd start working on building a website, logos, and that's where I was like, oh, goodness gracious, I, you know, making logos on Photoshop, I always say it doesn't matter how smart you are, if you don't know Photoshop, it can make you crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. So that's where I, I think I shed a few tears, like, where is my life going? And then I stopped just like we're talking about. I stopped and I changed my perspective. It hit me one day. What is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, my whole wish is to share these formulas with the world and help as many people as possible. And so, Janelle, instead of thinking, oh, why, why this is not exactly the path I'm, you know, I thought I should be on, why don't you stop for a moment and take a breath and realize actually the universe how do you know that the universe is not giving you everything you wish for? Why can't you look at it like the world is your clinic? There is no one, especially 20 years ago, Randy, who was speaking in the way that, you know, I have and my lab has about Eastern medicine, herbal medicine integrated with the West, whether it be in skincare, dietary supplements, nutraceuticals, all of which we create. No one's doing that. And, and it's always been interesting to me, whether it's the philosophy side, medicine, religion, I mean, you name it. I'm bringing up a lot of hot topics. I will not go down that path. As you can tell, that's not really me. <laughs> but what I mean by that is, you know, my whole life, I've been so grateful. It's just been a part of me, to be honest, where we're all human. And if you, if you take a moment and just look at the similarities, you know, to really simplify this, you, to look at the similarities of where everything comes from. We're all human. Our bodies work a certain way. There's different ways to understand how it works. You know, it just opens up a lot. It opens up our mind, and, and it helps us, again, empowers us to our understanding our own mind and body, and, and that should, should lead into the way doctors, practitioners treat their patients. I always say the greatest doctor is one who understands all that can help that patient, and they move accordingly. And so my point being in this moment, I realized 
the world can be your clinic, you know. Why can't you take this opportunity? It is a huge mountain ahead of you. But start to share herbal formulas. Start to share this understanding of Eastern combined with Western, you know, ways to take care of ourselves mentally, physically, you know, even in the beauty industry. And so that's kind of how this all started. So had I not followed these principles myself, and this has happened a few times in my life, you know, where you're going down this path full force, because that's also a side of me for sure. But if you don't hear the, the universe and you don't stop and plug into the Tao, right, plug into the universe and realize, you know what, there might be a door opening. And the way I was raised is in our life we have so many doors that open, and I don't think there's very many of them. And it's so easy to pass them by, you know, if we're not calm, if we're not aware, if we're not open. And if you pass up that door, we could live our whole life and never have seen that this opportunity existed, you know? And so I'm, that's something I'm very aware of in my life. And and that happens with my husband and I all the time in business and life, you name it. And so that's kind of, that's kind of where it happens. So, so yes. So my mother, my father, of course, they're my core, they're my parents. They certainly, uh, they're the foundation of of which everything is built upon and, and behind them is the foundation of their mentors, you know, and that's, that's the beautiful part. Um, but, and that's kind of how I entered this whole world, if you will, and started going full force, but being aware. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, you know, I, I've been doing, I started doing acupuncture, um, about, oh my gosh, how many years ago? Over 30 years ago, I started, um, I'm not an acupuncturist. So I started receiving acupuncture treatments for, because my body has, has not responded well to Western medicine, but it does respond well to acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Yeah. So, yeah. but what I've, after all these years of doing this, what I find as I'm listening to you, and I didn't even realize that I was doing this, is I do integrate Western and Eastern medicine because I have a cabinet full of um, oriental formulas that I use. Um, but I also have my other uh, prescriptions and vitamins and herbs and things like that that I use. And I have a combination of them. But there's certain certain issues that I may have physically that I feel the Chinese medicine is going to work so much better for because it there's so many formulas for everything that we have. Um, where yeah. Western medicine is more about relieving symptoms um, oriental medicine is traditional oriental medicine is about relieving the issue at the at the at the core of it Absolutely. healing it fixing it so um, I, I just think this is wonderful um, I wanted to ask you so you're you're using CBD in in your luxury skincare line how does yes. CBD help our skin? Okay, yes, I know. I'm glad you brought this up. That was another one of those moments in life where it was like, am I really going to jump into this? Basically, we're one of, one of the first, if not the first manufacturer in this industry. And the pioneers of the industry came to us, and I thought, oh, geez. And so, once again, long story short, <laughs> there's a lot that happens, I suppose. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know where this industry was going to go. And I, at first, decided not to even partake. <laughs> You know, and and like you said, um, or I think you mentioned, you know, CBD hemp is part of 
Chinese medicine. It's one of the 50 fundamental herbs of Chinese medicine. And so long story short, when I started seeing that the people who came to us were really wanting to help others, I thought, okay, fine, here we go. Here's another one that I would like to be at the forefront, at least educate properly. And so you're right. Um, I was one of the first to ever, in fact, what do they say? I was the first to ever create, I, was a, I created the first ever CBD luxury skincare line, which I'm very proud of, so I don't mean to say it that way, but, you know, it's kind of interesting to hear. Um, and the reason being, you know, I speak very often, we could have a whole time together about this, but what I really am a proponent of and I go around the world educating on is the understanding of proper formulation. And that has to do with skincare, it has to do with dietary supplements, pretty, any, anything, pretty much anything you put onto or into your body. The most important thing is proper formulas. That is truly herbal medicine. What I mean by this is you can have the best ingredient in the whole world, and if it's not properly formulated or synergistically combined with other ingredients, it can be imbalanced for you. Okay, so we kind of file that in our minds. So when it comes to CBD, it's one of those incredible ingredients. Up there to me is ginseng root, one of the, you know, the superstar, the king, slash, you know, uh, queen is more Dunkley or Angelica. So it's like the king of herbs, right? Then you have Angelica and you have Huangqi, which is a stragless root, and certainly CBD hemp is up there. And the three main functions, which is why I love putting it in skincare, also in certain dietary supplements, is I like to call out it's a very powerful anti-inflammatory herbal ingredient, which means, you know, anytime our body is inflamed, it's not functioning properly. And that goes kind of to the beginning of our conversation. If things don't function properly, they don't flow properly, they're not nourished properly, and that's where we start to have breakdown or aging, if you will. Then you have antioxidants. It has, so anti-inflammatory is a key property. The second one I like to talk about of three is antioxidant. It is a powerful antioxidant. And we hear this word all the time. So why are antioxidants so important? Well, it kind of goes along. This is where I love these three pillars. They parallel. You know, we can't avoid anything in this world, right? But we have to balance with it. And so in, in, when it comes to skincare, you know, from the moment we wake up, in fact, even when we're sleeping, you know, we are hit with bacteria, viruses, dirt, um, you know, UV radiation, uh, you name it, pollution, whatever there is outside, we have to balance with that. And when it comes to skincare, we also have to do that. And so the fact that CBD is such a powerful antioxidant, it means it helps us to fight those free radicals or all those things that are bad for us and helps us to kind of rebalance with them, if you will. And the third property that is really important with CBD is that it's very nourishing. It's very balancing to the body, right? And so we can go into the endocannabinoid system, but in short, CBD um, works with a system that is just present in our bodies, which has been newly discovered, if you will, in the last however many years, but certainly present, right? And what that means is that cannabinoids feed the system that is present in our body, just like our circulatory system. And when you feed the endocannabinoid system cannabinoids, it basically rebalances and regulates itself. And so, of course, that can affect our internal condition, that can affect our skin. And so that's a pretty huge, you know, effect for an herbal ingredient to have. And so that's why CBD, in, in my lab, in my education, that is why it is such an important ingredient um, that we incorporate into our life. Hmm. So, um, yeah, because we, we're hearing so much about CBD now, and we don't really know what we can trust, which ones yeah. are truly going to help us, which ones, you know, are just using the CBD letters to try to make money on a product that may not be so great. So Absolutely. how do we know, how do we know that we're getting a good CBD um, balanced product 
Yeah, is there so a way? This is a question of the, the century or maybe of the whole <laughs> life, right? right. <laughs> because, uh-huh. and certainly it's CBD, certainly in this industry, I have seen that, which is one of the reasons that I shared a couple minutes ago why I decided to jump in, you know, um, and be proactive because you kind of saw it coming. And certainly it did. We were not incorrect. Um, particularly in this industry, you have to be careful because it is, it, it was like a tidal wave and everybody jumped in, you know, and um, that can be great. I have to say I'm grateful because this industry and this single herbal ingredient has opened the eyes to so many people to this understanding, as you so beautifully put a couple minutes ago, Randy, of Eastern medicine or alternative, or I forget alternative. I know people don't like that who really understand, and I agree with them, of natural medicine, if you will, right? And so uh, it is definitely because it's such a trend, it has opened up a lot of people's eyes. Um, but you do have to be careful because there's a lot of people who just want to make money. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> and quite frankly, that's true out of any product, you know, and that's why I want to say it's not just in this industry, it's elsewhere. And so simple things to always watch for is that, you know, it's really nice to be educated in certain companies around there. You know, we're behind the scenes, we contract manufacturers, so there's quite a few companies, uh, brands that we work with that are in your high-end retailers, you know, your Neiman Marcus, Tax Fifth Avenue, Nordstrom's, you know, we're in high-end spas across the world, retailers like Whole Foods. And so sometimes you can, like I really love Whole Foods, for example, or Pharmacom, because there's places where the, the people are very educated and even putting things on their shelf makes a difference, right? Because they, they do a lot of work to make sure they put good quality products. But sometimes it's difficult with a huge online marketplace, which I'm a very strong proponent of, um, to know how do we find the best products, whether it's CBD or otherwise. And so you just want to look a little bit deeper, make sure that you have this company has a good formulator. You know, they don't always talk about it, but you can, you can feel it from, if you're aware, which you certainly are, Randy, and I think the world is really moving into this, you know, arena, and I'm so happy about that. But just look into that company a bit. Understand what they're about. Look at the quality of their ingredients. You know, that's very important. Um, and it's also important in the background, particularly when it comes to C- CBD, that, you're, that the products are being manufactured, uh, that testing is very transparent. We do so much testing in our lab considering, you know, we're probably the top or one of the top manufacturers of CBD products in the world. Um, our lab is CGMP certified. Our, we follow CGMP guidelines, actually. And so what that means is current good manufacturing practices. This is really important because that means that any, any lab that is CGMP basically follows these guidelines to make sure that everything's handled properly, right, from ingredients to production to packaging, all of that. Okay. Um, when it comes to dietary supplements, one of our labs, we, we produce dietary supplements. And so that lab in particular, topicals do not have to be, but any dietary or nutraceutical uh, supplement labs, they have to be registered by the FDA, right? So they have to, there's so much registration and guidelines that are followed, which m- most companies should, I don't know why they wouldn't if they had it, let you know that they do follow and are registered by you know, the health uh, like, for example, we're registered by the Public Health of California, our lab, right? And so these are the things that you can kind of watch out for. So a little more technical, which is very important, how that lab is handled um, from A to Z. Uh, you can look at the high quality of ingredients. You can look at who's behind that company, what their story is. And that's ways that we can start to understand and become aware. And I have to acknowledge, I love what you said before, Randy, when you said, you know, you have things in your medicine cabinet that are certainly traditional oriented medicine, Chinese medicine. You have things in your cabinet that are also Western, vitamins, you know, certain, every once in a while, if you need to take an Advil, take an Advil. <laughs> What's the big deal? You know, but when you're taking an Advil every single day, a couple times a day, maybe it's important to relook at that situation. You know, everything in balance. 
And I do find that a lot. People will come to me and say, oh, Dr. Kim, I don't know. This is how I feel. Like, what do you think about Western medicine? And, I, and that's exactly what I love to explain. You know, empower yourself. Be aware. Educate yourself. And it can be a little bit here and there, but just open your eyes and be aware of it. And the beautiful part is my wish for 20 years now was to see exactly what's happening in the world right now. Never have I seen a time where integration, the understanding of these other medicines, you know, these traditional medicines, Chinese medicine, traditional oriental medicine, of course, I have to say, because Korean medicine is involved in that as well, you know. Ayurvedic, there's so much of these medicines that have existed for centuries <laughs> can teach us. I always say, you know, something that lasts that long, there has to be one reason. <laughs> it's because it works, right? I mean, don't ask me. That's true. <laughs> use it yourself. That's true. If it works, great. If it doesn't, don't use it. <laughs> That's true. So. That's true. So the properties yeah. that you were saying about CBD um, that really make it great for skin care, <clears throat> um, a lot of CBDs that are out there are used for pain relief. And like, do you see that as being um, a legitimate claim? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. Again, it goes back to the anti-inflammatory properties. It goes okay. back to the fact that um, it helps your endocannabinoid system. But again, I don't know if I completed that conversation because um, I didn't want to go into too much detail. But mm-hmm. one of the things that our labs, and so hence the products we create for our brands, we really focus on is CBD is a very powerful herbal ingredient to help with discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, um, well, let me finish. One of the main things you'll always see behind our brands and the way we manufacture them and which can make it even stronger when I say proper formulation, you take that ingredient and you combine it synergistically with other herbal ingredients that are known to help promote circulation, you know, provide anti-inflammatory effects, provide properties that help to relieve discomfort. And now you created this beautiful recipe and that's where the ingredients, herbal ingredients work the best. That's why I say proper formula. It's one thing Mm -hmm. to just have CBD. And the beautiful thing is when it comes to discomfort, right? CBD can be very powerful in and of itself. Okay, where sometimes I see people put CBD in formulas and they just say just CBD and maybe some filler oils or whatever, and they give it, they make it this miracle formulation. Well, it doesn't really work like that, you know. But now if you start combining it properly with other ingredients, you truly can have these formulas that almost feel miraculous, right? Okay. Um, and so that's something also to be aware of. Just note that when you combine certain ingredients with other ingredients, in this case CBD, you start to exponentiate their effects. And one last thing, when you use these products, at least the products that we manufacture through different companies, you know, it's important to remember that the proper way that Eastern medicine should be applied, especially when it comes to formulas for the muscles and joints or pain, if you will, is that you want to use them before and after workouts, you know, incorporate them into your daily life. Like if you know that you are at your computer all day long typing, this is an easy one to think about, right? And your hands and your fingers start to hurt. It's good to put formulas on beforehand. Just make it part of your day because what proper herbal formulas do is they help to function, help to make everything function and flow in such a way where hopefully you don't have pain, right? And that's one of my greatest things that I hope to educate and share is don't wait until you're hurting. Don't wait until you're sick. Don't wait until you're sad and isolated. (laughs) You know, we have to catch ourselves and we have all and every ability to do so. And so whether it's, um, you know, living meditation, whether it's, certain medicines, uh, whether it's movement, we have to know how to do these things and incorporate them into our life and just, you know, take control of our own life and know that we always have the choice and that's how we can, we can navigate properly. Wow. So true. So true. Thank you. Thank you for educating us on that. Um, I think that helps a great deal 
for those of us that are confused okay. about this industry. It is very, yes, it can be you. very confusing. <laughs> yes, it can be. I speak a lot about, you know, things <clears throat> such as this, so I'm always around if anyone needs some information. Oh, perfect. <laughs> what, is your, what is your website in case we need to contact you? Absolutely. Thank you, Randy. My website is, it's my name, so www.janellekim.com, and my name is J-E-N-E-L-L-E-K-I-M. And I'm really working hard to be, you know, as present as possible on social media because I do recognize, no matter how much we know how to, you know, the protocol or not, I do recognize how much it is a beautiful place to, you know, speak to the community and and my friends. Um, And so I'm definitely on Instagram probably the most and on Facebook, and that's just Dr. Janelle Kim and LinkedIn. And I always try to share bits of, of education from these three pillars, you know, medicine, meditation and movement so hopefully that's helpful for everybody i'm sure it is and it sounds like you never run out of wisdom (laughs) there's so much wisdom (laughs) yes so tell us um if we want to to pass something really important on to our children uh in regard in this kind of thing what is the best best way to do that with our children what is the best thing uh best principle to share with our children in your mind, in your opinion? What a wonderful question. And that can be answered in so many ways. But in this moment in time, the number one thing that comes to mind that I tell my children every single day is to be a good person. Be kind. Don't just, don't just think of what you feel inside. Put yourself in other people's shoes. And understand where they're coming from. And it sounds funny, but truly, I talked to my three-year-old who just turned four. I talked to my eight-year-old. It's so very important. And to remember that, you know, life is right now. And this is, this is my belief, which I certainly share with my children. Life is right now, but I share with them that same thing. One day when we're not here, what are we doing to make this world better? And that means being kind to others. This is how I speak to my young <laughs> children. Being kind to others, doing things that are good, doing things that make a difference. And, you know, I do explain this to them often because I see me work a lot. You know, a lot of times when we always have, it's my most, one of my most sacred times of the day, we, we cuddle. You know, it's my four-year-old, my eight-year-old, it's our thing. We lay in bed together and we cuddle for at least five to 10, 15 minutes if we're lucky. And sometimes I'll have my computer with me and that's just the way it goes. You know, and I can feel mom guilt (laughs) or I can get myself stressed. But what I find myself doing the last couple of years as I've gotten older and can understand is I'll sit with them as I'm typing, writing some kind of article or, or the book, and I explain to them, you know, mommy would love to be here just watching this movie with you, but this is something that I wish to be able to share so that one day, you know, hundreds of years from now, we've made a difference and put something good in this world. And they'll sit there and read with me. I'll, I'll give them some ideas, and they'll tell me what they like and they don't like. And so it's already just kind of having them absorb. It's a constant conversation, if you will. And, um, you know, I incorporate a lot of, I know I brought up the eight keys. Those are on my website because, you know, we didn't have time to go over them today. But I definitely think we got through the core of everything. But these eight keys are things that I certainly talk about every single day, even with my children. You know, they're never too young. We'd all be amazed at how much, and I'm sure we all see that very often with kids. They really absorb a lot, and because they're so pure, it can really stick. <laughs> and I'm always grateful in conclusion because they truly um, are part of what constantly reminds me to exemplify, and that's the key word here, to be a good example. You know, they watch us. And so I think an important answer to your question as well is we have to be good examples. You know, there's no such thing as convincing others, even our kids. <laughs> we have to just lead by example. And so, yeah, I think that's Wow, that was so- that was such great, 
such great wisdom. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm really glad I asked that question. I don't even know why I asked it, but <clears throat> I'm really um, a proponent um, for raising healthy-minded children who are resilient and who will achieve in this world and who have goals and who are motivated and who love. And, um, and you're talking about empathy and <clears throat> all, these, yes. all these beautiful traits. You know, so if that's really important to me because if we don't start with our children, then the yes. next generation is lost. We, we have to do this. We have to teach our children these principles. And you are continuing the legacy and your children are going to continue that as well. So um, it's, it's, it's just such a beautiful thing to hear about, you know. Thank you. So I really appreciate that. I'm right there with you. The kids, <clears throat> I mean, I'm sorry, but kids, are just I hear it in you too. They're, they're everything to me as well everything so thank you for asking that question I don't get asked that very often <laughs> yeah yeah and I mean I just had my children here um, who live in different states and I don't get them together very much and they're adults um, so you know and I watch them and I think oh my gosh you know oh my gosh what whatever you know I hope to put into them is there and we don't often see these things until they become adults or maybe even just go away to college. That's usually when we start to see the fruits of our labor um, of all the things that we've put into our kids. But it's just, you know, that's just so important to me. So I'm glad that you were able to answer that for me. Anyway, um, we are almost out of time. So your book is coming out uh, when? The Young Sung. When is that coming out? It is coming out January of 2022, although it is, it is already, um, the pre-orders are already open. So it's a really exciting time, which you can even find on the homepage of my website. So for anyone, and Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Penguin Random House, of course, that website. So, so, so wait, so we can purchase there. it now? We can purchase it now? We can purchase it now, absolutely. But we it's won't already, receive it's it. already ready to purchase. But we won't receive it until it's published in January, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. Um, but that is so exciting. Uh, and congratulations on the, on the success of your, of your company, your, um, your personal care nutraceutical company and um, your book and all that you do. Uh, you are doing beautiful, wonderful, such important work in this world. So, um, and I'm really glad that I got to meet you and be a part of it. So thanks so much. I appreciate it. I'm so grateful, Randy. I've, I've really had a wonderful time. You are certainly an amazing woman. So thank you very much for this thank opportunity. You. Okay. Um, have, a, have a really wonderful day. Take care. You as well, Randy. Talk soon. Thank you. Okay. Bye. So we, bye. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.